Hi, and welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same. Through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence, I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. If I asked you to dance. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Stripology Podcast. I'm Wendy, your host. And today I really want to talk about aiming to close your sale sooner rather than later. So basically bringing up a lap dance sooner in the conversation Um, because sometimes we can stall it and that leads to a whole range of problems. So basically, first of all, with um, closing your sale sooner rather than later, the main thing that that does overall for our night is it speeds up our selling cycle. So each interaction that we have with our customers, they can become faster, more efficient, and therefore we make more money because we're closing the gap between dancers. We're shortening the time that we're not being paid on the floor and we're finding ourselves in dances much more often and that always adds up. Um So basically, if we do go down the route of getting into conversation and seeing that it drags on a little bit, um, not really having structure there, and then feeling those feelings of, okay, I need to close now, but some kind of um, resistance to that or some kind of like, you know, getting in our own heads and letting it stall, If we go down that route, things that can happen there are we can get friend zoned. Basically, we're sending the message to our customers that we're not okay with being paid or we're simply not feeling confident within ourselves to sell the dance. And that's bringing up questions of, well, why aren't they confident to sell a dance? And so it's not in our favor to go down that route um, because once we're friend zoned, it's obviously very hard to get back out of that. And then secondly as well, sending the message that, hey, I'm not okay, I'm sorry, I'm okay with not being paid, Um, that is also really hard to, um, you know, get out of because if we've already been chatting there for ages and then we go to sell a dance, um, yes, we can still sell dances for sure. Some people do need that much warming up, but a lot of the time they don't. And so if we've sort of done overkill with the rapport building and then we go to sell the dance, it could be in our customer's head, like, why do I want to pay now? I've just spent all this time with this dancer and, you know, I feel good with that and I actually don't feel like it's parting with my money now. So, yeah, it's really important to avoid those things. Now, another thing that can happen if we are finding ourselves getting into a conversation with our customers, basically if we're avoiding selling a dance really quickly in the piece, and I'm talking within minutes, there is actually enough time to do the whole sales process, which looks like this is completely in a nutshell, Um, you know, introduction to the customer, building some rapport, finding out what they want, closing um, 
So selling the dance and then going to have a dance. So that's like the bones of the structure of selling a dance, right? And we can stall that process um, because for so many reasons, but some really common ones are, say, a fear of rejection or just feeling an anxiety well up. So we might be in the middle of a conversation and and we might know logically, okay, now's a really good time to sell. They seem interested, but for some reason we're just procrastinating in the conversation and we're delaying asking for a dance and therefore we're increasing the chances of being friend-zoned or letting them feel like we're okay with not being paid. So really being aware and like self-aware of what's going on, if we do find ourselves procrastinating in conversation, why is that? Why are we avoiding bringing up selling the dance sooner? Um, so just really being real with yourself of what's going on there. So is that is there some sort of discomfort? Are you feeling a bit anxious? Are you worried that if you, you know, bring up having a dance that they're going to feel like you just want their money or, you know, you're just being greedy or certain certain fears that can come up? We might also be like, oh, I'm really getting on with this customer. You know, things are going well. I don't want to kill that by bringing up a dance, but we need to really remind ourselves that it's not rude to bring up selling a dance. In fact, it's more rude to ourselves not to bring it up and to our customers because we're simply denying them of the experience of having an amazing time with us. So just really reframing that for ourselves if that is something that comes up and just reminding ourselves that, you know, we'd be doing them a disservice not to um, give them the biggest opportunity to have fun with us um, that we possibly can. So another question you can ask yourself, if you're finding yourself delaying in the conversation, you know it's a good time to bring up a lap dance, but you're just simply not doing it. You can ask yourself the question, do I need to build more rapport here or am I just stalling due to some reason, maybe fear? So really being real with yourself there. Does this conversation need to keep going or can I actually bring up a dance? Knowing that if you do bring up a dance and you do get a no, it's okay. It's not the end of the conversation. There's different strategies that we can use there and it's completely normal and it's in fact a really good practice to um, get no's during our interactions with our customers provided that we keep the rapport going and it's completely doable. In fact, it really helps with the sale if we do do that, if we aim to do that, if we aim to get no's during our interaction and just keep the ball rolling. And something that I love to always, um, you know, remind people of in my coaching and in the academy is that a no is just simply an invitation to find out more information. So finding out more information about what our customers are wanting. So just reminding ourselves that there's nothing to fear And you suggesting a dance is opening up the opportunity for your customer to enjoy entertainment from you. So just remembering that our customers are adults, they've paid an entry fee, they've chosen to be there, they want to be there, and they've come in for a reason. Whether they're fully aware of what that reason is or not, there is a reason under their decision to come into a strip club and pay entry fee and been engaging in conversation with you. So that alone is a lot of information to be aware of. So working with that information, as I mentioned before, the basic structure of sales is our introduction and then building rapport with our customers, finding out what they want, selling from that angle, 
and then finding yourself in a dance. So with that in mind, um, we really do need to find out what the reason is, why they're in there. And we just do that by asking open questions and really listening, having a genuine interest in our customers and what kind of experience that they're after. Um, Because it would be a shame for them to miss out because we know that we can provide them with really quality entertainment. And it's just about getting to that point where we can really create that win-win situation for ourselves and for our customers. So basically they're in there for a reason, as I was saying, whether they're aware of it or not. There has there is a reason that they have entered into the strip club. And of course, we are there to be paid. But we do this, and that's something that's on the back burner. The thing that we really do need to focus on is we get paid because we have provided quality entertainment. We have built a connection with our customers. We have provided some sort of an experience for them. We have provided them with company. We have provided them with a fantasy or a listening ear or whatever it is that we are providing for our customers. And so if we can match the two things together, so that being the deeper reason for them being there and the experience that we provide for them, then that is going to create a really, really strong win-win situation, which in my opinion is the absolute best outcome because you want to be happy and paid and you also want to be providing a really bespoke and sort of tailored experience for your customers so they feel like their boxes are being ticked. So really having that open, inquisitive mind when you're interacting with your customers, what is it that they're wanting? What is it that can I that I can provide here for this person? And having that as sort of the forefront of, you know, your intention with interacting with them is going to go a long way and that's a huge ingredient in um, creating fantastic customers. So these are all reasons around why we want to aim to close our sales sooner rather than later. So we can just get in there and do our job well for our customers and not sort of leave it blurry and not being locked into that win-win scenario. So as I mentioned before, no's throughout our interaction are completely okay. And there's that famous, you know, stripper sort of saying, every no brings you closer to a yes. And sometimes when we hear that, we can picture that every no brings us closer to a yes, but we're not always talking about each answer is an individual customer. So it's not receiving one no from one person and moving on and receiving another no from a person and moving on and receiving another no from a person. And then we get a yes. It might look like that. But that can also be the experience with one customer. We might be building rapport and if we start putting our suggestions to having a lap dance sooner in the conversation, we can experience a no answer and move on with the conversation and then try again. That's something that's called um, reducing buyer's resistance and people do need that in sales. They need that exposure to what they might be potentially buying. Um, In different scenarios, it's different amounts, but in the strip club, it's around five times as average, five exposures to a lap dance suggestion before they are 
on average, ready to part with their money and decide to have a dance. So just that in mind, it's really important to keep going with the conversation. Now, something that I really want to bring up here is that when we hear the no, there's usually a bit of a reason given with the no. For example, I just want to finish my drink is probably the number one go-to that a lot of customers say. But these little objections that we get, they are so valuable in helping us paint a picture around what our customers are wanting, what is their experience in that moment. And if we're truly listening to them, these little um, reasons that come up with the, the no, the objection, they are actually sometimes the best pieces of information that we can sell from. We just need our job is actually to just reframe in our mind and actually when we hear those objections, ask ourselves, how can I make this experience even better for my customer? So in that example that I gave, I, I just want to, oh, I'm okay, I just want to finish this drink. I'm sure we've all heard that a million times. So with that, I could then take that as, oh, okay, no worries, I'll go and do my thing and um, enjoy your drink and I'll, I'll see you later. I could take that first no or I could reframe it for myself and go, okay, cool, that's a really good, useful piece of information I've just found out from my customer. How can I spin that and make that be a part of an even better experience for them? So, for example, if my customer says to me, you know, I've built some rapport and I'm like, hey, you know, let's go get naughty, you're ready for a naughty dance, and they're like, no, I just really want to finish my drink. So I could spin that and say, yeah, awesome. Did you know that you can bring your drink with you and you might enjoy your drink even more if you sip on it while I bend over and take my panties off and give you a really sexy show? Would you like to do that? Or you could say, yeah, no problem. Let's find you a seat um, in the VIP area. We have a private bar there so you can have a whole bar at your fingertips so when you finish this drink with me you we can just go and get another drink we can get a private waitress or we can go and enjoy a shot at the bar and we can yeah you don't need to worry about um not having another drink you can finish that one comfortably and we can just get another one straight away and have the best night ever for example so really just looking at okay how can i make this experience even better for my customer you know what would be even more delicious than that drink just sipping on that drink now is sipping on that drink while I give you the hottest lap dance ever, blah, 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 that kind of thing. So just always reminding your mind that you can really train your mind to let any objection actually be a really great opportunity to sell from. That's something that I've really learned through time. I struggled with that. I, I wasn't even aware of that actually um, towards the beginning of my career. I would never persist and now I'm just so all about persistence pays. So this is a massive reason why we want to bring the sale into our conversation sooner because it's it just brings in so many good opportunities to sell. When we hear those objections, we get a better picture painted. There's also information given around the objections like, okay, this customer might be feeling a little bit anxious or socially awkward. They really just want to get some more alcohol in their blood. Or this person, you know, they're valuing their drink more than the actual experience of getting a lap dance. Or maybe there's someone, you know, that has a little rule with themselves that they have two drinks and then a dance and then two drinks. 
we don't know what it is, but there's always method to the madness and we need, that's our job. We're not in control of what people say or what other people do. We're just in control of what we can do. And a huge thing that we're in control of is the questions that we ask, the things that we choose to tell ourselves, finding out more information, seeing how we can um, match, you know, the experience that we're suggesting our customers experience and try and match that with, you know, their experience and what they might be wanting. So another really common objection that we might get is, you know, I just want to watch a show. Yeah, I just want to sit here and watch the show. No problem. How amazing are the shows? Um, you you are aware that the shows are all night on stage. So there's there's stage shows all night, but we can go right now and you can have your own private show. I can get you a really naughty seat and we can go and have some fun right now. So that's another way that you can spin that objection. For example, you know, I just want to watch a show. So how can I make that experience even better for them? The information we know about this person is they're appreciating the show. So they might not be aware that there are shows all night. And so we can just let them know that they can also experience their own naughty private show. And that might sound really good to them. So just knowing that we can sell from that, it's just about putting the suggestions out there in a way with their best interest at heart, in a way that is being helpful for them because it's not being pushy, it's not being inconsiderate and it's not being greedy. It's actually when we have the intention of how can I make this experience better for my customer, it's always well received. And that way you don't break rapport, you can actually continue with your suggestions, you continue building rapport, you can continue finding out more information about your customers, and you can continue working towards really selling that dance by reducing buyer's resistance and just having some amazing reasons why it's a fantastic idea to get some entertainment from you. That's what it's all about. And then finally, I just want to give one more example. I'm just here waiting for a friend. Um, well, actually, I've got two more examples here written. Um, yeah, these are just some really common ones. So I'm just here waiting for a friend. You might suggest, you know what, would you like to come with me? We can just have a little quickie and that way you've got your dance out of the system and when your friend comes in, you can be more present with them and less distracted with all of the beautiful women in the club. Shall we go and have a little quickie? How long until your friend gets here? or something along those lines. So still working with what their objection is and seeing how you can um, add to their experience. Finally, um, I'm not ready yet. So that's a really easy one as well. Oh, look, I'm just not ready yet, or maybe later. That is such a common one. And we can just let our customers know that we can help them get ready. They're in such an awesome place and it's a shame they're not feeling ready yet. And trust me, I'm an expert at getting you ready. So how do you feel about that? Let's go and get ready together. I think it'll be a really fun way to start the night. So there's just some creative little ways that you can um, work with an objection. Keep going with building rapport with your customers and your conversation. And they are some fantastic reasons why you should always aim to close your sale sooner rather than later. Because if you let it drag on, your chances are going to start diminishing. You're not going to be reducing buyer's resistance and you're basically just going to make the whole job harder for yourself. So it's all about learning how to have fun with um, the objections, learning how you can spin it to be in their best favor so you can keep rapport, keep going with the conversation and basically speed up your selling cycle and make more money every single night that you're working. 
I hope that helped and um, I'm going to see you on the next episode.